Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to Cancer season. We enter Cancer season with a lot of new energy. Uh, cancer begins with the solstice, and so it marks an important turning point in the energetics of the year. Uh, but this particular year, this Cancer season brings um, what feels like a step in a new direction. And this is not a step that we have not prepared for. <laughs> this is a step that we have been calculating and practicing. This is a step that we have been, um, you know, shopping for the right shoes to step out in for a minute. It is not a new, like brand new surprise step. It is um, something that has been building and growing in your consciousness for quite a while but my feeling is that now you are ready and so there's a sense of preparation and contemplation and considering of a lot of things <laughs> that brought you to this place and certainly over the last many months it feels like you've been working it out logistically, relationally, um, internally. You've been sorting and I think psychologically preparing yourself for this moment. But then we arrive and the moment is now. And the first week or so of cancer season, um, I'm not quite sure if you understand yet that you're in a new place. You are. You definitely are. But you know how it is. Sometimes it takes a minute to catch up with yourself. And as energy starts to shift, our minds and inner bodies and emotional selves and all of our patterns, you know, all has to catch up. And so the first week or so of cancer season, it kind of feels like you're in the washing machine or something. You're just uh, kind of tumbling around. The environment is shifting. It looks different now. You're different now. Um, again, it's like you're stepping out into this new world. And uh, let's just use that as a metaphor and say, you're just opening the door and you're looking out and it's like, whoa, where am I? And as you embark on this new journey, um, there's a remarkable sense of like possibility that is opening up for you. And it's going to take a minute to actually settle and land, but, the, but it feels exciting in some ways. And, and cancer season to me really feels like a time for you to um, honestly allow yourself to move at a new kind of pace that recognizes that you are in this new environment, that you are in this new way of being. Um, and for many of you, there are new circumstances, there are new situations, and it's literally a new environment. But astrology is also very subtle, and I want to say that our environments mirror, uh, in many ways, our internal states. And the reality, you know, two people can be standing in the same place and both experience reality 
very differently, you know, and their versions of reality have everything to do with how they're feeling inside. And so it may look like the landscape is different, but it's different because you're different now. You have called something else in. And um, it feels like you're kind of catching up with yourself. You're reorienting as we move into cancer season. And there's a growing sense of possibility and potentiality. And again, this kind of like exciting new step um, as we move into this space. Now, over the course of cancer season, um, this feeling continues. And my, my body state sensation um, feels excited and also proud. And I want to say that it feels, again, like you've been preparing for something for a while. And now you are ready. And this readiness is a journey. It's a new adventure. It's a new leg of an adventure. But it is a hard-won journey. It comes from a commitment and clarification and really a dedication, I think, to something that feels very important to you. Um, you began a, a significant new cycle uh, in March this year, and this is a cycle of your own self-actualization. It is a cycle of... Um, of coming into yourself in a new way. And over the course of the next couple of years, the cycle will continue and it will continue to help clarify for you on both energetic and material levels, what is subtle and also gross, um, what circumstances are appropriate for this new way of being. And when I say circumstances, I am speaking to social circumstances, to your uh, relationships and greater social environments. I am also really speaking to the circumstances of like your day-to-day -day life and how you land, what you come into or what you come back to if, if we think about you moving out into the world, what supports you to be in the world? Um, for me to do my job as an astrologer, right? Like talking to people out there on the internet, I need to spend a lot of time at home in my own meditation. I need to be reading about astrology. I'm studying all the time. I'm communing, like I'm practicing, I'm doing chart readings. There's a lot of unseen um, labor and process that then results in these monthly readings. So there's a sense right now that you are working to cultivate the right kinds of support for this new chapter in your life. And it's very important that you are tuning in with your subtle sense of yourself right now. And Noticing where you are still in the past and what modes of personal expression, and that could include everything from your communication to how you dress to, um, you know, the kind of work that you do or the kind of relationships that you have uh, or how you think about your own identity. It's very important that you are updating. And when you feel 
some aspect of your being expressing that is no longer accurate or relevant that you take note. So for example, um, you have some new kind of opportunity, you're entering into this new opportunity, and then you hear yourself talking about yourself the way that you did at your old job or something like that. And, and you feel it as you say these words. It's like you feel the limitation of your own narratives. You feel the way that you mask or hide or perform or uh, craft language around something. And it's like, ooh, I don't want to do it like that anymore. Take note of those circumstances when they emerge because this is a season for you and I'm going to say that actually the next many months as we move towards October and November of this year this is a period of time when you are really wanting to kind of remake yourself and recreate yourself but it is it's a it's a process that has to happen um, in in like all directions. And so it's something that is happening internally for you that's then expressing outward and the outward conditions are then reflecting back to you what is possible internally. And the second week of cancer season as we move from the month of June into the month of July has this kind of feeling of, of you're just in it. Like you're in this transformational process. You are melting and dissolving the ways that you used to be and new ways of being are um, kind of presenting themselves as possibilities and you can try them on. You can see how they how they work. Uh, you don't need to necessarily stick with anything, but it's very much a vibe right now. It's a very much a felt sense. What is going to serve and support you in this new leg of your journey? And what are the old ways or the ways that are just not for you that you want to let go? And I want to say that this definitely includes um, contracts and agreements. It definitely includes ways of relating with your um, personal biography, your history, your past, your family of origin, um, important figures from, from your past or from your previous life. It definitely includes how you think of yourself as a person in the world. And we live in a world where we are so often defined by our social functions and our careers and, you know, it's like your business card or something. Who who are you? What do you do? You meet somebody at a party and it's like rare that you get a question about, you know, like, what do you feel like your essential nature is? It's more like, well, what do you do? You know, what's your job? There's so much definition on who we are in the external world. And I want to say that this is a period of time when you are recreating who you are and it's okay to be experimental, but it is essential that you are honest. And so you might not know what's honest or dishonest until you feel it, until you try it on. And so there's this feeling over the course of cancer season, it's quite acute, but it continues for many months. There's this feeling that you kind of just need to be really present in the process. And when something happens and you're like, that's not it, to say that's not it right then and there. If you say something in the middle of a conversation and you're like, ooh, that's not it, just say, you know, that wasn't it. 
Can I reframe? <laughs> okay, kind of awkward. It's a little erratic. It's like the energy that's coming in in cancer season feels like you're learning to use some new muscles. And so it can be unpredictable. You can feel unpracticed. You can feel unready. And I want to say you've been preparing for this moment and the new leg of the journey requires new skills. And it's okay if you don't have them yet. It's okay to be in a place of learning. Um, this is also a period of time that you are actually able to rest into your own wisdom and follow a deeper sense of guidance and purpose um, if, if you're really open to change and, and what this new part of your journey is bringing in. As we get into early July, um, it's so important for you to listen to your intuition. My, I have this feeling that some of you might be getting opportunities or offers. There's a lot of opportunist energy in your chart right now. A lot of people um, might be seeing something in you. They want something from you. They're attracted. They're like, let's go. Let's do this thing. Da, da, da. It's so important that you are listening to your intuition, especially last couple of days of June, first week or so of July. Take your time. You could take 24, 48, 72 hours. You could even take like two or three weeks if the circumstances allow. You don't need to give immediate answers. Feel it out in your body. Imagine into the possibilities. Really trust your emotional intelligence. Trust your spidey Scorpio sense to pick up important information and back to what I was saying a moment ago, the Scorpio archetypal being can hold on to things for a really long time. So trust what comes in in your kind of emotional filters or your psychic energetic filters, but then really pay attention and, and see if you can discern the difference between your intuition and your expectations or your judgments or your fears, self-protective mechanisms or qualities. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you think it's intuition, but it's actually a deeply embedded bodily pattern. This is why I'm saying take your time. And it's really helpful for you right now to engage creative and meditative or uh, kind of learning processes to help you. Um, anything that can help you tune in with your emotional body and your energetic body and get more clarity on what's happening for yourself. Uh, techniques like astrology are super, super helpful for you right now. I'll just give a plug for my Monday classes. Every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, I offer what's what I call the somatic space. Um, we just tune in with the upcoming week's astrology. We filter it through our bodies. We play with it in the felt sense. I'll offer some kind of movement or meditation exploration, and we'll try and work with this week's energies. And my approach to astrology is very much about like knowing the self, getting to know the self, who 
are we? And we are collections of so much beyond our individual selves. We are channels for the divine to move through. We are ancestral resonances. We are future seeds being planted now. So we can know ourselves in many different dimensions and directions. And this is super helpful for you right now because you're changing and you want to be current in your change, but you also, again, have so many opportunities that you're trying to move towards and create and craft for yourself right now. And so being attuned with your body, mind, heart, and your energetic, emotional, and psychic body right now um, really helps guide you. You definitely need the support of your intuition right now. On July 3rd, there is a full moon in the sign Capricorn. This is a full moon that highlights the need for you to be deeply listening and responding in your own intuition. It is also a full moon that highlights communication in some way. This is a great full moon for you to be sharing something with others or out in the world. So if you have, um, you know, a poem that you've written and you want to post it on social media, it's like do it around the full moon. If there's some kind of opportunity that you are looking for, especially opportunities that have anything to do with writing, with learning, with the transmission of information or knowledge, and also with embodying new ways of being, with being in leadership or guidance or wisdom in some way, um, anything that has to do with creativity or personal transformation, this is an amazing time to be offering out into the world in early July and especially around the uh, July 3rd full moon. Now, I also want to say that this is a full moon that highlights um, connections and interconnections. And in your chart, it feels like this is a full moon that is asking you to tune in with this, again, this new way of being and with your intuition so that you can communicate in ways that allow others to meet you in the present moment where you are now. You're learning new language. Um, some of you might literally be learning a new language, but we can also say that there's a metaphor here that you are learning to uh, locate ideas and concepts that you haven't been able to locate before. Um, particularly, I think about who, who you are and who you are becoming. And in the way that you can communicate this to others, um, you can build more support for yourself. This idea of, you know, what really supports you to be and do uh, in the world in the ways that you want to be and do. The day before the full moon on July 2nd, um, we have the first of two embodied astrology workshops for cancer season. Cancer is ruled by the moon and our workshops this season are uh, coming with the new moon and the full moon. Um, the first workshop on the full moon is with a dear EA community member, Bridget Hickey. Bridget is a poet and an artist and a musician. They are also a healer. They work very deeply with plant medicine and spirit medicine, and they are going to be offering a space for us to connect with our invisible intimacies. Um, the name of their workshop is Architectures of Protection. And in this workshop, we're going to traverse the unseen worlds and the invisible layers. We're going to be working in the uh, spaces in our bodies that hold a lot of deep resonance to the past 
past and also to the environment with our bones and with the living tissues inside of the bones. And then from that place, um, playing with storytelling, playing with transmission, and really, I think, reaching out into the interconnections of the um, more than human realm, you know, whether we're thinking about spirit beings or plant beings or our higher selves, um, connecting energetically with those and that which can support us now. It feels like this is very helpful for all of us <laughs> um, around this time. This is a period on earth when so many people experience such deep isolation. And it's also a period on earth when, of course, uh, is very chaotic and unstable. And I think there's a lot um, that can pull us into many areas of um, fear and speculation and uh, kind of anxiety. And so what Bridget is offering at this time is an opportunity to connect with some deeper support. And I think that for you, this really helps you listen to your intuition. And so when I'm talking about listening to your own guidance, connecting with your own deep inner wisdom, this is a kind of process that I'm hoping that you will engage somehow in ways that make sense for you in your body and in your life. Um, over the course of cancer season, and in particular, uh, as we lead up to the full moon and then in the weeks that follow the full moon, there's a lot of activation for you um, when it comes to who you are in the world and how you want to be. And who you are in the world and who you want to be has everything to do with relationships, right? Like, None of us would dream of being, you know, an astronaut if it's like astronauts didn't mean something to other people. Um, I wouldn't have ambitions to be an astrologer if I wasn't going to be communicating with people about their astrology or, or even just in communion with myself and, you know, with the stars or planets or with the, the ancients, you know, that this language has come through. Um, we live in a relational field and there are... There's a lot of interest. I said this already. It's like there's a lot of opportunities for you in the realm of your of your relationships and relationships open up new spaces for you. And after the full moon, um, the, the next couple of weeks, it's like you can have what you want. I think you can have what you want. This has been a message for you um, definitely throughout the year. I talked about this a lot in your 2023 year ahead reading. You can have what you want, but in order to have what you want, you need to know who you are. And you need to be in the present moment and you need to be willing to articulate it and give voice to it. And that requires courage. And it also requires what Scorpio is here to do, which is alchemical transformation. You are not who you used to be. What you want is different than what you used to want. And so there's a lot of opportunity coming in, but not all of those opportunities are the ones that you want. And in these weeks after the full moon, it feels like you, you know, you really want to be in the practice of connecting with your intuition. And, and this is where the discipline of practice becomes really important. And where the, the practice of intuiting becomes super important. Some opportunities will come and they'll feel exciting for the first 24 hours. And then in the 
following hours and days, they start to feel fatiguing. Some opportunities will come in at first glance, it's not the thing that you want. But the longer you sit with it, the more you feel that there are actually really deep potentials here that will help you grow in new directions and that is what you want. Be discerning. As we move out of the full moon, be discerning. There's a lot that's shifting. There are deep habits and orientations that are no longer accurate. They're no longer aligned for you. And so you have to be in this kind of gooey, unknown, awkward space where it's like you're practicing doing something a little bit different. And and your willingness to do that, um, I think, results in the kind of outcomes that you, that you're hoping for. But if you're on autopilot, I'm I'm concerned that you are not seeing the right opportunities and that you are seeing the wrong ones. So take your time, move slowly, be in your own intuition, be in your own dignity, your own guidance. Give yourself the time and the space that is required to listen to yourself. The last week of cancer season, there is a decisive shift in energy and things get pretty intensified, um, certainly on the collective level, but in a personal horoscope kind of way, I'm going to say that um, this is a period of time in which it's very important for you to be intentional towards your long term. And we don't need you sacrificing yourself or unnecessarily compromising. We do not need you performing unnecessary labor. Um, We do not need you to be picking things apart or criticizing them or thinking that everything is wrong. And some of those instincts or energies will, will start to be heightened for some of you around this time. There can be a kind of like a, a warrior-like energy that enters into the field right now. And it's important that we harness this energy towards creative and regenerative and healing means um, and that we don't further divide ourselves or... Um, engage in unnecessary conflict. Now, some conflict is necessary and it helps us to clarify love, right? Like sometimes you have to argue with somebody because they're not treating you well, right? Like some battles are necessary. And you, if you're listening to your intuition, know If you're fighting the battle that is going to lead you to love and healing, or if you're fighting the battle because you want to punish someone or control something or prove yourself or compete or something like that, I highly, highly encourage you to check in with energies in yourself that resonate with competition and judgment and punishment. I highly encourage you to to check in with energies that have to do with a kind of individualist achievement or ambition. Look at me and look at what I can do and aren't I the best? Energy that stimulates release of stress hormones in your body, like cortisol and adrenaline do, 
are not what we are looking to emphasize right now. What we are looking to emphasize are the chemical frequencies that help us connect, like oxytocin, right? Like the love drug. We are looking to heal in our interconnections. And the difference between an argument that is going to be healing and an argument that's going to be destructive is the energy that we're bringing into it. If I sit with myself and know my own value and love myself and get to a place where I can clearly articulate what is not working for me, and then there's a conflict there, I can hold myself in my own center and energy in a very different way than if I spiral into my mind and I'm like, you motherfucker, I'm going to show you how it's done. You know, it's like both, both responses might be coming from a place in me that has a genuine need, but one response is truly grounded in care for myself and respect for my own dignity as well as care and respect for the other beings that I might be involved with and an actual desire to heal. Whereas the second, you know, example is purely reactive and it's coming from a kind of uh, infantile individualist state that wants some kind of control or specialness or domination or something like that. Be, be curious about what kind of chemicals are moving through your body um, especially when it comes to your own like need to affect something in the world, affect other people, you be someone, do something, da da da. This is part of what I think is changing for you is the recognition that if you are really committed, devoted to the, it's like the greater energy that moves through you that you actually don't own, it's not about you, it's, we are all channels, we're vessels. If you are committed to the essence of your own life and to your own becoming, um, you change and then the world changes with you. That's a very different than trying to force the world into your idea of what shape it should be. It is of paramount importance in this last week of cancer season that you really are true to your own needs, that you are very, very deeply listening and coming from a place that is centered in love and care and respect for your own essence, for your own essential qualities. And that is before and beyond your mind or your ideas about your identity, um, it's something that's more subtle than that. Now, I'm an astrologer. I speak in like kind of vague esoteric terms, but on a bodily level, clue into how your inner body feels and make choices that produce states of balance and calm and communion or union between your mind, heart, body, between your corporeal self, your manifest material you here in the world and what you feel is your spirit, and also in the relational level to some extent. And if, if there needs to be conflict during this time, then the conflict uh, is, is a clarification process around how can we dispel what is keeping us from true dignity, 
right now or, or respect with one another. This is, um, this is a very heightened period of time in the collective, as I, as I said before, and it begins a several month process, or the process has already begun, but it intensifies a several month process that will bring us through the end of October, um, or excuse me, the beginning of October, that really has a lot to teach us about our values. And for you, this is, I think, a, a pretty important period of time. And it's a period of time that's asking you to reflect a lot on how you're putting yourself out to other people and in the world, your ideas about your ambitions, the lineage that you're creating, your, your career, your public image, um, the worldly sense of you. And it is asking you to to be authentic with your, your heart and with the genuine essence of who you are in ways that you never really have been before. There is a huge, huge request for your courage right now. On July 16th, which is the day before the Cancer New Moon, uh, we have the second EA workshop with Jules Eskinka, and they'll be offering a devotional workshop to the Mayan goddess of fertility in the moon, Ixchel. And in this workshop, we get to spend some time with um, archetypal energy that feels to me like it really resonates very deeply with cancer, with the Cancerian archetype, uh, but through the Mayan cosmology. Um, I'm very excited. This is the first bilingual workshop Embodied Astrology is hosting. Um, the workshop will be in Spanish and in English. And uh, an additional percentage of proceeds from this workshop go to benefit uh, Shlakash, which is a, a artisan community, a Mayan artisan community that works with a textile and weaving process um, that is a, a ritual process and uh, very much connects with Ixchel's um, association to weaving. And in, in her association, she, um, from what I understand, uh, is a guardian of the portal and the thresholds of life and death, and that she has a lot to do with um, uh, the ways that our lives connect across lineages uh, throughout generations and the uh, creative destructive powers of the life force energy itself. Um, so I'm very excited for this workshop. It's going to be an opportunity also to learn more about your lunar placements, this Love Letters to the Moon workshop where Jules will help us connect to our own moon signs and lunar energy and write love letters to ourselves in those places. I think it's going to be very sweet, very nourishing uh, space. And just for that reason, I would say come. Um, but in particular, to connect with this goddess and with this deity and with this force or this guardian that helps us to traverse the portals, uh, to move between the realms of um, <laughs> earthly life and what is beyond earthly life feels really important for you at this time because you're a Scorpio and part of what you're here to do is transform and die and be reborn a million times in this life. And this is a very significant moment of that journey for you. Um, and, and 
how beautiful to have some guidance in that space. And again, as you attune with your own intuition, you're also attuning with uh, the energetic forces that move through you, in you, and around you, and those that carry um, you know, the threads that, that you are weaving in this life, the influences that you are committed and devoted to continuing, the offerings that you are giving to the future. Um, so if you're interested, if you're compelled, please check it out. You can find more information on all of the Embodied Astrology offerings and workshops at embodiedastrology.com. Embodied Astrology is a very unique community space. It's, of course, very dear to my heart. And it is growing and becoming um, very much a co-led space and a space that is looking at the intersections and the applications of astrology with other modalities. And we are not a traditional astrology space in the sense that we, um, you know, explore many traditions and play with them, but... Uh, we're a community that likes to bend and break the rules sometimes. It's like, let's play with this, let's play with that. And especially let's see what happens when we apply astrology creatively and experientially. Um, and this continues uh, throughout Leo season, of course, with the creative and the experiential. And next season, we'll have a series of four workshops with Gabs Tosi, who's also a very key part of our community. Gabs is a photographer and a storyteller, and they will be inviting us to explore the cardinal angles of our chart. These are four very important placements in the chart. They are just as important as your planets. And we're going to be exploring them through photography and self-portraiture. So Scorpio, a lot of you are putting yourself out into the world in some new and different ways. And you might be ready for like some new and different headshots or self-portraits or just being able to see yourself in some new ways. And throughout this year and over the course of the next few years, your creativity is so important. And I'm gonna say that in Cancer and Leo season, all of us really benefit from creative play. If you wanna play with astrology, come play with us. More information on everything embodiedastrology.com. Scorpio, I'm wishing you all the best in Cancer season and beyond. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly embodied astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.